Hey, Maddie. What? What do you get when you mix a Virgo and a Sagittarius? A good time. A hot mess. <laughs> Hi there. My name is Allison. I'm Maddie. And we are two best friends from northern Minnesota who both enjoy low-maintenance houseplants, highly caffeinated beverages, and everything spooky. In our podcast, our conversations are going to range from being zen and mindful to strange and unusual. It's not a phase, Mom. Or is it? Hello, hello. Hello. How's it going? Good, how are you? I'm good. Good. Yeah, I'm excited. This one is going to be really good. Episode 21. 21. My name is Maddie. And I'm Allison. Welcome to our podcast. Yeah, we're glad that you're here. This is going to be a good time. Good topics. We're talking about creepy stuff because that's what we do best. I'm going to talk about uh, women in the horror industry because it's International Women's Month. Hell yeah. And last month was Women in Horrors Month, but I shit the bed on that one, so um, bring it back. Bed. We all poop the bed sometimes, you know? Just, you do be like Some people sometimes. poop the bed, but I shit the bed. Like, that's I didn't that's even, true. It went through the undies. <laughs> right out the sides. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I went through the mattress. I was like, <laughs> oh no. I had explosive <laughs> diarrhea. Some atomic ass. <laughs> that ass What a way atomic. to start it off. <laughs> yeah. I like right. this one better. This is good. I like this start. Okay. What are you going to talk about? So I'm going to be talking about the Michigan dog man. Oh, God. And the Minnesota dog man. Oh and some God. other dog-like humanoid oh sightings. Okay. Could be good. Yeah. Oh. But I wanted to start this episode. Yes. With a little trivia. Ooh. We love trivia. It's so fun. I'm so bad at it. <laughs> I love go. that. I'm so bad at it. All right. Number one. What classic horror movie features a serial killer in a William Shatner mask? Uh, Halloween? Yeah. Oh. That's a clap. (laughs) Yes, it is. So, due to the short budget, the prop department was like, all right, let's use the cheapest mask. And they found a William Shatner mask from The Devil's Reign. And they were like, all right. They spray painted it and reshaped the eye holes. So they just, like, reused an old mask. Look at them being all sustainable. Reduce, reuse, re Regool. Yeah. I like that. Good. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. This one you should know, but you haven't seen the movie, so I don't know if you'll know it. Okay. Everyone else knows it. Okay. (laughs) Everyone else. Every single person in the world. I can't keep going. Okay, hold on. Okay. In which horror movie does the protagonist write a book that contains only the line, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy, repeated over and over and over? Oh, well. Considering, I would say The Shining. Yes. Okay. Word, right. I have not seen it though, but I've seen the what's it called? Uh, D- Doctor Sleep. Doctor Sleep, yes, which yes, I yes. really liked, so I do want to see and The Shining. Yes. But okay. Yes, ma'am. Okay. What classic horror movie was originally titled The Babysitter Murders? Ooh. The Babysitter Murderers. Murderers, not murderers. Oh, murderers. The Babysitter. Rosemary's murder. Baby. Nope. Ooh. The Babysitter Murders. Mm-hmm. The director of this film was John Carpenter. So not... Is it Halloween? Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. They were like, Because mm. Jamie Lee Curtis babysat. Yeah, they were babysitting. Yep. And they were like, hmm, that doesn't sound as cool. It might resonate more if it was like a specific holiday. So they changed it to Halloween. Oh. Amazing. Ew, can you imagine it being called the babysitter murders? Yeah, like that wouldn't... You don't like look at that and you're like, yeah. Yeah. You look at... Mike Myers, and you think of, like... Yeah, I feel like with horror movies, it's better if it has a shorter name. Yeah. Like, even think of, like, Halloween or, like, It, Scream. Yeah. Like, The Shining, like, a couple syllables is better, because it's more like, dun-dun, versus, yeah. like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's too much to it. Too, it's too... Okay. Mouthy. Um, I'm not going to do all of them. I like this. This is fun. Should, should we do another one? Yes. Okay. So, how many people um, associated with The Exorcist died during its production? Oh, my God. Um, three? Nine people. <gasps> no. We're going to do an episode on that, uh, like, cursed films. Because yeah, we should. Because that's a whole thing. Not going to go into it because we'll talk about that at some point. Yeah. Oh, my. Now, what horror movie was the first to show a woman in just a bra and a slip? That one... Oh my god, horror goes back to like 1919. Um, okay, give me like, is it like, okay. Carrie? Rosemary's Baby? 
a slip uh-huh. in, in the, the 60s. Bra and a slip. Do I know this movie? <clears throat> Could I ever guess this? Like the blob? I would I would hope that you would guess this movie. Um, it's not the blob? It's not the blob. Mm. This came out in 1960. I have no idea. It's black and white. No? No idea? Psycho. Psycho? Mm-hmm. They also use chocolate syrup for blood. <laughs> I know so many fun facts about that movie. Oh, it's so fun. That is super fun. All right. Now, how many people does Jason kill in the first Friday the 13th film? One. None. None? Jason's mother doesn't kill him. Ah, damn. Dun, questions. Dun, <laughs> okay. Fun fact, I've never seen that either. I have it on my fridge. I have Camp Crystal Lake on my fridge. But I have... We're watching that tonight. Okay. Apparently I'm staying over and we're watching that. Okay. Didn't we watch that on Halloween? Or not on Halloween, but when, when our friend came over and we had a sleepover in my living room? Mm, we watched the, the new version the of new it. The new version. Oh. But not the original. Oh, okay. Okay. The original one is wild. Okay. Should we crack? Yeah. Crack into... Let's do that. Get yeah, how much? How much did we spend in trivia right then? I don't know, a couple minutes. Okay, that's not too bad. Doesn't Hope you're still here. You're Everyone's gonna... still here. It's, it's great. You Trivia's fun. Pants. Well, that's true. That's true. Everyone loves atomic poops and trivia. Obviously. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Should I start or do you want to start? No, you start. Okay. <clears throat> Just gonna jump right in. We good? Okay. So this week, I'm gonna be talking about a creature that has been spotted in Michigan since 1887, and it has some similarities He's to- an old boy. Old. I mean, it could be like a species. Or maybe, mm, we're gonna get into that. Okay, I don't like that. <laughs> don't go camping. Okay, so <laughs> it has some similarities to a creature that has been sighted in Minnesota as well. Um, in addition to the Beast of Briar Road, and it has some other similarities to werewolf-type humanoid creatures. So, could be one thing, could be a different like, okay. species. Like a little cousin system going on. A cousin system? I mean, I don't know. Yetis, Bigfoots, just different tundra. Okay, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. So, <laughs> this creature is known as the Michigan Dogman. And it has been described as a seven-foot-tall, blue or amber-eyed, bipedal, canine-like animal with the torso of a man and a terrifying howl that sounds eerily similar to a human scream. What? I just got goosebumps. Seven feet tall. No. Like a dog. Walks on his legs, hind legs, but like kind of body of a man too. Oh my yeah. god! And we're yeah. sure that this wasn't like we're gonna get into that. John Cena with a wig or something? No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if you that if you, I mean, maybe John Cena's walking through dimensions. I mean, who knows? Maybe he's. Yeah, he says you can't see me. It's true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so it can sound like a human screaming when they howl, similar to Wendigo, which that will be a very long. Very wonderful topic, but okay. So according to legend, the Michigan Dogman, um, he appears in a 10-year cycle that falls on years ending in seven. So it has a cyclic nature. Sightings have been reported in several locations throughout Michigan, primarily in the northwestern quadrant of the Lower Peninsula. The Michigan Dogman is said to have been stalking the area around the Manistee River since the days when the Odawa tribes lived there. The first encounter of the Michigan Dogman happened in 1887 in Wexford County when two lumberjacks, it's always lumberjacks. Always lumberjacks. Feel bad for them. Um, so when two lumberjacks saw a creature, which they described as having a man's body and a dog's head. No. Yeah. God. In 1938 in Paris, Michigan. Robert, oh, I was like, what? Now we're all over the globe. <laughs> Globetron. Bipedal humanoid. <laughs> okay, so in 1939 in Paris, Michigan, Robert Fortney was attacked by five wild dogs and said that one of the five walked on two legs. Reports of similar creatures also came from Allegan County. Allegan County? I should have looked this up. It's fine. In the 50s and Manistee and Cross Village in 1967. Uh, Linda Godfrey, in her book, The Beast of Briar Road, compares the Manistee sightings to similar creature sighted in Wisconsin known as the Beast of Briar Road. Oh my. You heard of the Beast of Briar Road? No. Do I? Is it near me? Well, it's in Wisconsin, so we look, yeah. But is it like near me? 
Um, do you know where Briar Road is? Because let's take a look. Ski. Oh, to hop, skip, and a jump over Lady Superior really quick into Canada. And never be saw like never be. Found you think again. there's not cryptids in Canada? Well, I don't in know. In Elkhorn, them. Wisconsin. Ouch. Where's Elkhorn, Wisconsin? Elkhorn. Yeah. Elkhorn. Elkhorn. Like Elk River, in Minnesota. Well, yeah. Or is it's it Elk like River? A, it's El- I mean, I don't. It's one word, so I'm assuming it's Elkhorn. How do you spell it? Elk horn, but smooshed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, do we know where it is? Yeah, I'm looking right now. It so is near like Eau Claire. 40 miles, miles southwest of Milwaukee. So way to f- down there. But well, let's, let's double check. Let's. Milwaukee is not by us, so that's okay. I don't okay. know where Milwaukee is. South. <laughs> Milwaukee is south. This is south of Milwaukee, so yes. you're safe. Okay. So she's nearly in in uh, Illinois. Basically, yep. Illinois. Okay. <clears throat> Anyways. Illinois? Yeah. Shut your mouth. It's Illinois. I'm doing that to oh, annoy you. Okay. <laughs> well, you did it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's I saw your eyebrows like, Illinois. <laughs> I have to correct you. <laughs> in 1961, a night watchman was patrolling a manufacturing plant in Big Rapids, Michigan, when he saw a peculiar figure. No. No, thank you. I quit. At, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> All right. So at first he thought it was a person until he saw the dog-like features. He pulled his gun out to shoot uh, when he remembered his camera. And then he took a picture of it. Uh, uh, he took a picture of the horrific beast. And the photos have never been, have been they've not been analyzed yet. Uh, but the photo still remains an unsolved mystery. So there is a photo of it, but they haven't, like, analyzed okay, it. Okay, but where is this photo? I think you can look it up. Is it online? If it's you not... want to look it up, you can. Um, what would I even search? Dogman? Uh, Michigan Dogman photo. Michigan Dogman photo. I don't photo. know what's going to come up if you do that. All right. Well, inform them all um, as we... Oh, God. Oh, my God. Okay, actually, don't look this up because it's actually creepy. Okay. Is it the one that's like jumping? Which one? Um, well, it's I like saw one greenish black kind of. Kinda, yeah, and it's like jumping it's at like you. It's like a night cam. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, no, thank you. Or there's the one behind the light post. But you never know. That's the thing. Yeah, the green and black one kind of cursed me out though. Some Yuck. people think it kind of looks like a cougar. Kind of looks like a bear. I don't know. I mean. I feel like with a lot of these things, it's like, oh, alleged sightings, alleged this. And some people have come out with like, oh, I it, this part that I did was a hoax. I wanted to get people into it. But then like before this person oh, did, you know, scary. it's creepy. So you know what? Anyways, there is a photo. I don't know if that is the photo. I think that is the photo. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. So in 1987, the legend of the dog man gained its popularity when the disc jockey Steve Cook at WTCM-FM. WTCFM, I don't know why I said that right. Uh, he recorded a song called The Legend, which is about the creature and its reported sightings. Oh, my. One thing to note about this song is that Cook originally played it as an April Fool's joke. Like, he wrote it as a joke. Uh, but then after the song was played, a bunch of people wrote in no. about their own experiences no. with a similar creature. No. So he was like, oh, I was just joking. I heard this one story around a campfire decided to write a song about it and everyone's like oh my gosh i have a story (laughs) (laughs) in 1997 no that's my year i know i was like for your birthday i don't have the exact for my birthday (laughs) i don't have the date i am dog man hello so in 1997 cook uh later added verses to the song after hearing a report of an animal break-in by an unknown canine at a cabin in luther michigan he re-recorded the song again in 2007 with a mandolin backing instead of... Oh. Yeah. So he's pretty. been... Yeah. He's been kind of keeping it updated. Yeah. In late 2011, a filmmaker, Rich Brower... Brower? <laughs> Rich Brower. Brower. <laughs> okay. So this filmmaker guy, <laughs> he released a film called Dogman. Oh. Starring uh, Larry Joe Campbell, which he's kind of a semi-famous actor. Oh. If you do a search for me, you probably recognize him. Larry Joe Campbell. Larry Joe. I was going to make a note of what he's in, but I forgot. Because that happens. He is 
Oh. Him. You would, yeah, you'd recognize him. Okay, so he's in According to Jim, Hall Pass, Pacific Rim. Yeah. He's um, kind of like a, he's not like a, a lead in movies, but he's like a solid. Wedding Crashers. He's like a good He's a, he's a goofy guy. Yeah. yeah. Good so, luck, Charlie. Yep. What is he in Good Luck, Charlie? Anyways. Anywho. So, this is the description of the film. I looked it up. It got like two stars, so apparently it wasn't a hit, but. With a name like Brer, I mean, <laughs> I don't even know this guy. I'm sorry. Okay, so this is the description. Brower? Yeah, it's Brower. I know, but when you oh, say okay. it, it's like Brower. Brower. Okay, <laughs> description. Okay, after an outbreak of attacks by a mysterious creature, the wounds of the victims start inhibiting, exhibiting signs of a deadly bacteria. A farmer and his Native American neighbor join forces to discover an antidote. Don't copy me. <laughs> I'm reading it with you. I know. <laughs> so they join forces to discover an antidote and stop the unknown creature. Uh, dun, dun, dun. I would watch that. Like, I want to watch this movie. Yeah. And the movie premiered at the State Theater in Traverse City. Uh, the film included a brief segment of the Gable film, used with permission from Mike Ergusa, who received acknowledgement. I don't know why I kept that in there. Okay. Here's some more sightings. Oh, boy. This is the good stuff. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Who just possessed your body? I don't know. Oh boy. That was so didn't like that. Let's not do that again. I wasn't I wasn't a fan I'm of that. I'm sorry. That's okay. Just never do it again. Okay. Never do it again. <laughs> okay, got it. Noted. Alright. So at the intersection of Dickman and Clark Rhodes, a tw- <laughs> why are you smirking? <laughs> <laughs> you were aggressive Dickman. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine it's so fine. at the intersection of dickman and clark roads a 28 year old pregnant woman slowed her vehicle for what appeared to man. be a dog crossing the street one night in 2000 oh, God. um when she watched the mangy gray furred creature walk past lit by her headlights from roughly f- uh 15 feet away no it's dark outside <laughs> fucking yeah. nope yeah one nope. night in 2000 so as it reached some nearby weeds she said it suddenly stood up on its hind legs and peered. <laughs> you just leaned in like, excuse me? I'm going to read that again. I mean, we've all had a night in the 2000s, but I don't think it was anything like this. Yeah, no, no. Okay. I'm going to start over from that section because you, you got me. So she watched the mangy gray furred creature walk past, lit by the headlights of uh, from roughly 15 feet away. As it reached the nearby weeds, she said, it suddenly stood up on its hind legs and peered back at the woman. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, one co- one of the common characteristics, you're just like, <laughs> me peering at Brad when I'm grabbing a snack from the fridge. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, so one of the common characteristics of the eyewitness accounts is the presence of a graveyard or a military installation. The area of the alleged Battle Creek sighting has both in the Fort Custer Training Center, formerly Camp Custer, as well as the near... Like South Dakota Custer? No. What? So, like South Dakota? Custer, South Dakota? Camp Custer. Custer. Camp Custer. This is a, the training center. Fort Custer. In Wisconsin. In Michigan? Oh, I okay, it's it's in Michigan. Got yes, it. Yes, yes. So it is in Michigan, as well as the nearby... Harmonia Cemetery, which is a burial ground for the former religious community that believes spirits of the dead could communicate with the living. So a lot of, a lot of activity in this area. Oh my god. This is a quote. Okay. From this area specifically. The shape of its body was like a young boy. It stood up straight at full posture and looked at me. I got scared and drove off. The animal doesn't have emotion. An animal doesn't have emotion, but this animal seemed to like it had emotions. I think animals have emotions, so I'm not I don't I, like that. But they do. They yeah. do. Okay. This person goes on to say it had weird eyes. She went on to describe the creature as having ears like a German shepherd, but it had a boyish face. What the fuck? It also appeared to be hungry. What? Yeah. Okay. In July of 2006, a man driving to his home in Hickory Corners, just north of Fort Custer, um, told the author of the Beast of Rye Road, so like yeah. everyone's talking, um, told this person that he spotted a six to seven foot tall man animal standing up on its hind legs. As he approached, it squatted back down on all fours 
and dragged itself commando style shit? into the adjacent cornfield. It looked like a large man laying dead on the side of the road, except it had fur and an abnormally lanky sloth-like arms. And it was army crawling to the ditch. Apparently. Oh my gosh. In November... <laughs> oh my gosh. In November of 1980, a 16-year-old uh, John Pelfrey said that he was between the Kalamazoo River and West Michigan Avenue when he spotted what believed to be three Sasquatch-like... Sasquatch? Sasquatch? Why can't yeah. I say that? Because three Sasquatch-like... That's a... Oh, that's a three also, Brett's Sasquatch. family lives in Kalamazoo, so... Oh, fun. Wonderful. Beautiful. Okay. So Sorry we're never visiting you. So they, <laughs> never again. Okay. Three Sasquatch-like creatures. This is a quote. I was looking for deer. First, I heard and saw one as tall as me, about six or eight, six foot. I was like eight feet. <laughs> about five oh, eight. About five eight. Ah. Uh, five nine. And then I saw two bigger hairy ones, and they stood about seven or eight feet tall. When they saw me, they took off running. I went home and got a camera. Mm-hmm. Went back, looked all over, found nothing. Uh, they made no noise, just a grunting sound. They took off running. <laughs> I mean, me too. Who doesn't grunt a little when they run? <laughs> oh my gosh. So uh, John Pelfrey contacted the Michigan State Police and a report was made, but no trooper was sent out to investigate. So they were just like, ah, kids these days. <laughs> I swear. Okay. And... As for why there is no fossil record of the dogman in Michigan or any concrete evidence of existence, uh, there are a few different theories. The bones could appear to be that of a large canine, or, I love this theory, the creature could be traveling through realms. Okay. You know. Just casually yeah, stopping Rick and Marty by. Just bebop over here. Yep. Someone's here, ah, I gotta arm crawl away. I need to, yeah, into the ditch. Yeah. And then peer back at you appearing hungry i know i, I imagine <laughs> i mean obviously this is terrifying like if i was driving on a road and i saw a dog and then just like stand up and no. like look back at me i would shit my pants and just evaporate yeah but <laughs> <laughs> the car just whoof, the whole thing um i'm just trying to make it funny in my head yeah i'm imagining like ooh, like that would like they're on a runway and it's like oh, ooh, it's and sexy. you turn ooh, ooh. when in yeah. reality it's probably like <sighs> yeah but, disgusting. yeah there anyways so this quote I really like. So this quote is from the filmmaker who made the movie about the dog man. Um, the thing that really struck me as filming this, ugh, the thing that really struck me as I'm filming this and people are literally coming up to me off the street and saying, I've got a story for you. So many people had these vivid stories and memories of seeing dog man. And these stories are coming in and there were people that are not flying saucer aluminum foil on their heads kind of people. <laughs> One of them was a science teacher, young guy with a family, there was a couple of law enforcement people that were not inclined to do this type of thing. Another guy run, uh, ran an auto parts store, came home one night and said, this thing was standing up in my driveway, ran pa- right past me. Yuck. It looked just like a wolf on its hind legs. Yuck. <laughs> nope. Yuck. Now, here's some, in, uh, blah, blah, blah. here's some sightings from the Minnesota dog, man. These are a little closer to home. Oh, God. Hee <laughs> hee. I'm so excited. This is literally like, right now I'm on page five of 13. Okay. <laughs> the rest of this is just dog band stuff. Okay. Or Minnesota stuff. And then I go off on tangents. Okay. Not giving things away. So in one of the early months of 2009. No. A no. man reported seeing a dog man near Fergus Falls in Otter Trail County. Otter Tail, not trail. Otter Tail Otter County. Otter Tail. Otter Tail. Here's how he described the encounter. I'll start off by saying I've never believed in any of these sorts of creatures, but I saw something in early 2009 that really disturbed me and is making me change my mind. Oh, God. I was not under the influence of any drugs, and I have better than average eyesight. And the lighting was near sunset, but I was still able to see clearly. So, I'll get this underway and explain my story. Maybe someone can shed some light on this for me. So, I live in Fergus Falls, Minnesota, which is west of central Minnesota, about a hour drive from Fargo, North Dakota. My mother-in-law lives out in the country, about three to four miles out of Fergus Falls, and I was staying there while my wife and her mother went out shopping on the town. And They called me and asked me if I wanted to go to a 7 o'clock movie, so I left the house around 6.30, 6.45 to meet them at the theater. 
about two miles from their home on a country road known as Wendell Road along the Mastinka, yeah, Mastinka River. <laughs> I was like, these names. Uh, along the Mastinka River, I saw three white-tailed deer. Now, two of the deer were rather small, probably just yearlings or a larger door. <laughs> a larger and, door? And a larger doe, <laughs> who I assumed was their mother. Me being an avid hunter, lover of wildlife, and future wildlife biologist, biologist, uh, stopped to look at the deer. Now, I should also mention that I hunt in the area and have spent my whole life in the Fergus Falls area. The deer were following a small creek bed, which is, in fact, the Meniska River, Mastinka River. I always want to say, like, Mastinka just sounds, like, stinky. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, there were hardly any trees except for one. Maybe because I didn't see it there because of the tree, but... I noticed something crouching behind the tree on the side of the road, looking at the deer. What the fuck? And to my belief, it was hunting them. And it just sat there, looking at the deer. No notice of me, even though I was in my truck no more than 40 yards away. With a clear view, with nothing obstructing my view of it, it had one hand on the tree, as if it was, like, bracing itself with it. Uh, What struck me as shocking was the fact that it seemed to be a two-legged creature, not a four-legged one. Its hands appeared to have opposable thumbs and were rather slender and long, very unlike a wolf. What on earth? (laughs) Very unlike a wolf. So the creature looked as though it stood upright. Um, If it stood upright, it would be over seven feet tall, with a protruding muzzle, broad shoulders, a slender waist, thick muscular thighs, and being as there was no snow on the ground... And being as though there was snow on the ground, I couldn't see the feet. It was deep, dark brown in color throughout the body. After several... After seven... I promise I can talk. Okay. You're just so excited. I'm just so excited because they get closer and closer to us. And I'm just like, ooh, the window. Okay. Don't look at... Don't look look out my... (laughs) Okay. Here we go. I need to, like, adjust. I'm going to love... Okay. Okay. After several seconds of looking at the creature in shock, the deer ran off. Then, something amazing happened. It looked right at me, as though blaming me for losing his meal. It just sat there, looking at me, blinking, and not moving. No. His wife's like, hello, you're gonna (laughs) miss the previews. (laughs) I'm like, honey, where are you? Uh, honey, (laughs) you'll never believe this. Oh, sure. Okay. (laughs) Imagine the whole story. The... Okay, I'm going to get back to the quote. And scene. Now, this scared the crap out of me, so I hit the gas pedal and drove off. It was very dark after the movie, so I didn't feel like trudging through three feet of snow with the possibility of a monster in the area who is currently looking for a meal that I scared off. So, at about 10 a.m., I went back there and walked uh, to the tree. Under the tree, there was no snow, so there was no tracks that I could see. But leading up to the tree, there were three tracks leading in from my grandmother-in-law's field, which was dark black dirt. So if you know what a Minnesota field looks like in late winter, early spring, you can't make anything of the dirt. Yeah. Now the tracks I did find were only about six to seven inches in length, but they were clearly canine prints, with the exception of four toe-looking marks in the snow. No. Yep. They don't like that at all. That's the first one from Minnesota. Okay, keep going. Just gonna <laughs> cycle through these. We're just gonna not double dutch <sighs> over them, and we're just gonna send it through. Yeah, just gonna jump right in. Okay. Pretend I'm in a jeep hauling ass over these rocks. Just say stories. Yeah. Yes. All right. So, second story is from another unnamed man. Unnamed so. man? Yeah, because they don't give their name because they don't want people to be like, Paul, you called it. You think this fruit will? I don't know. That's fair. People might not believe them. People might think they're crazy. It's fair. Makes sense. Gotta maintain the amenity. Anonymity. Is that a word? I promise. Okay. Am- amenity. Amenimity? Yeah. Animosity? I don't know. Okay. Not animosity. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, he saw the creature in early September in the year 1999 on an Air Force base in St. Louis County. And he's said- uh, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 148th wing. (laughs) 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 So, he said it looked like a dogman. There's an email sent to the dogman encounter site, and so this is 
the start of the quote. So this is just talking about the dude. I gotta get comfy. This one's a doozy. Okay. First off, I would like to keep my name confidential. Just for the fact that this happened on an Air Force base. And I don't know who reads this stuff. This happened sometime in September of 1999. I forget the exact date. So it was early in the month though. Um, it was between 2 and 3 a.m. I was a security forces airman working third shift on base patrol. Now, mind you, this is an Air National Guard base that I worked at full time. It's on the north side of Duluth, Minnesota, next to the International Airport, like north to northeast, but north to northeast of it is nothing but large wooded area, forest areas. Third shift on the base was pretty boring, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. Yeah, I was like, that's not third shift. <laughs> 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. And us full-timers worked skeleton crew, usually only like five or six of us on the third shift. I was in the patrol I was in the patrol truck, doing my usual rounds, checking doors and fence lines. Late at night on the north side of the base was was usually creepy enough when patrolling by yourself. Uh, anyways, I was on the road driving towards our baseball field when my headlights caught a pair of eyes reflecting back at me. They were almost at eye level with me, and I was sitting in a Ford F-150 truck. No. <laughs> Around this time, a few of the guys had been seeing this huge buck on the property, like a 16-pointer or something around that size, so it was about 80 yards or so when I saw those eyes reflecting. And so I'm thinking, oh, that's a big deer. I gotta go see this thing. So I hit the gas and start speeding towards the field, and this is where it all happened so fast. It's almost hard to explain. So there's a little slope behind the baseball field. It sloped down, probably about like 12 or 15 feet into the brush line. And the brush is about 30 feet, then turned into a thick tree line. The brush was probably armpit high to me and is pretty tr- pretty tough to traverse through, being so thick. Mm-hmm. Now, as I turned into the baseball field and turned the truck towards the thing, I caught just the rear end of the thing leaping down the slope below the end uh, below the line of sight, my headlights. The thing was no more than 20 feet in front of me when it leaped. All I got was the back end of the thing, and it was big. Best I can do to describe it is to say that it was a wolf dog, like in nature. Uh, it had a long tail, longer than two feet. Its hind legs looked exactly like that of a dog's. Same with the back paws, but the paws were huge. Like, they were bigger than my hands, for sure. And the fur slash hair was wavy, yet matted and thick. The color was blondish or very light brown. I didn't notice any gray in it, but all of this happened within two to three seconds. I sat in my patrol truck for a couple of seconds, confused and thinking, I know what I saw, but it couldn't have been what I saw. So I hopped out with my flashlight and my M16 rifle and walked toward the edge of the slope. <laughs> All I heard was, all I heard was the thing running towards the wood or through the woods in front of me, heading northwest in direction. And this thing sounded like a moose charging through the trees. It made a lot of noise. That's when I started to get really scared, thinking, if this is some sort of wolf or whatever it could be, my M16 isn't going to do anything to this animal. So jump back in my patrol truck as fast as I could. And headed back to the SF headquarters. I never told any of the other crew members about this for the fear of ridicule or being called crazy. There's no way I misidentified this thing. I'm a trained observer, an avid hunter, and have worked with animal rehab with the Minnesota DNR in the past. I know my animals and my north woods extremely well. Mm -hmm. I saw exactly what I saw, and it was the back end of a large wolf dog thing that basically had its eyes level with mine when I was in my patrol truck. The back end was definitely much larger than any of the largest deer or black bears that I've ever seen. The points I remember the clearest were the tail, back paws, as well as the texture and the color of the hair slash fur. This is my story. Haven't told it to anyone in fear of ridicule. I swear it to be the truth. So where did this get, excuse me, where did this get sent to? This was sent in to... <laughs> it wasn't like the newspaper or the TV. It was just like... No, it was a... It was, like a it was an email sent to sure. a dog man encounter site. Huh. 
It's like an anonymous yeah. forum page that you can put in your stuff. Interesting. I mean, honestly, with these things, like, if you don't believe, that's totally fine. But, like, why would you make this up? I just said. Yeah. That's creepy because that's, that's, like, right there. Yeah. Okay. Well. I know. I, I always get, like, creeped out, like, I don't know, in that. I mean, is that next to the normal just like the airport yeah yeah so that's like right like, there right I, there it's always so creepy because that airport is also haunted yeah a lot going on all right what's the next story <laughs> you're like just get it done yeah all right so lastly the third story is from another unnamed man no one wants to come forward only say. men have seen it so far that, that's interesting except for the pregnant lady oh yeah i guess just there, there's other yeah just kidding so this was reported in the city of long prairie in the center of todd county Fucking Long Prairie? That's like the city. Okay. <laughs> Southwest, or nor- really. northwest no, of St. Cloud. Yeah, it's like, it's not a city, but. <clears throat> and this is how the encounter went. I was visiting my grandma up in Long Prairie, Minnesota. I was spending a week with her, mostly just to help her with whatever she needed help with. It was summer, and early one morning, before the sun was even up, I went outside to tend the garden, and... Maybe even shoot some squirrels for squirrel dumplings for dinner. So I slung my semi-automatic rifle over my shoulder. Just take things, you know. Just Minnesota things, I guess. Honestly. So I headed out and got me about 20 squirrels. My grandma's place has a lot of squirrels. When all of a sudden I picked up my last squirrel and there I saw something. Just on the edge of the woods behind my grandma's property. I saw some humanoid dog thing. Never attacked me. It just sat there. It didn't attack me or anything. It didn't attack me, so it just sat there, you know. So then I fired a couple shots at the creature. It yelped and ran off into the woods. And then I went into the house and proceeded to call the local police. They never found proof of what I saw other than a few paw prints, so they claimed I just shot at a wolf. My grandma was worried and confused by the events taking place at dinner, so she sat me down and asked me what I saw. I told her the whole story, and strangely enough, she seemed to believe me. I showed her where the thing was and uh, where it was, uh, and where I was when it happened. Uh, never saw it again, but... Otherwise, haven't gotten over the whole ordeal. I wonder if the grandma saw it. So you said that if they see it, it has to do with like a cemetery or a military something. It most of most of the or sightings, most of the stories, most of the sightings are near military okay. bases or cemeteries. Okay. So I don't know if it's because I didn't know if it was like a Mothman thing where it's like tragedy is going to happen or death. Yeah, is coming no, or something I mean, like it's that, not but... like a harbinger of bad news or anything. Yeah. But... It's also interesting, they didn't really talk a lot, I couldn't find more information on it, but most of the sightings are, like, in, like, the 18, like, 87 was the first one, and then Mm -hmm. it was, like, 97, 2007, so it's, like, a 10-year cycle. Oh, yeah. There was some that were, like, 1999, but it's still, like, towards the end of the decade. So it's interesting that it is, you know. I didn't catch up on that, yeah. Yeah. That was one creepy thing I like, and it was like 67, 87, yeah. That was a creepy thing that I like. Wow. I like that one a lot. Um, Yeah, so moral of the story, be mindful of the woods. Um, Never know what's lurking in them. (laughs) You're never aware of what's lurking in them. So, one other thing I wanted to uh, touch on in this, in my research today, I was like, oh, I, I popped it, like... I don't know where I was going with that. That was a weird... I popped it. I was like, oh. <laughs> what did that pop? I meant, like, I, I was bopping from, like, one website to the next and searching, like, Dogman Minnesota, then other things pop up. So, mm-hmm. uh, I also want to mention the unfortunate history of wolves being hunted to the point of them being mm. endangered. Uh, like, Lobo. Have you ever heard of Lobo? Have you? I don't know, probably, but <laughs> I just don't like hearing about this stuff. It has a happy ending. Okay. At least in my mind. I, I, it, okay. It's going to be sad and it's going to be happy. <clears throat> or at least like, oh, okay. So Lobo uh, was the great deer killer of the North Country. So farmers in the early 1930s found giant wolf prints in the woods and mangled deer carcasses and they were terrified. Witnesses said that uh, it was twice the size of any wolf they'd ever seen. Oh my God. They said that he could carry a fawn in his teeth without oh his legs even touching the ground. <gasps> This is a real wolf. Wolves can be big. Which is, I mean, I'm not like debunking my wolf man thing because this person didn't stand up on the leg of a wolf. Yeah. This wolf didn't. Uh, but 
just shows it back in the I 30s. Are those big wolves or though? Yeah, they're fucking huge. Okay. I mean, some of them, not all of them. Yeah. Like dire wolves and stuff. Ooh, so cool. So, newspapers gave the big wolf its name, and they theorized that he'd come down from Canada to wreak havoc in Minnesota's more plentiful deer herds. And for a while, it caught the nation. For a while, it caught the nation's attention. Authorities raised a five hundred dollar bounty, and the more Lobo was hunted, the more deer he killed. He ranged from Itasca State Park, State Park, State Park, State Park, <laughs> Itasca State Park. Oh my gosh, Itasca State Park to the Canadian border, killing as many as three deer a day. Finally, yeah, so he was a hungry boy. So finally, in 1937, a farmer near Bagley, Minnesota, trapped and shot Lobo. And he dragged his body into town to collect the bounty. And there's a problem with the old monster story, because two years before, that same farmer, um, two years before the farmer shot and killed Lobo, he was able to catch the wolf in a snare, um, but Lobo broke free, but the wire stayed around his neck and squeezed his throat. So all he could swallow was blood and deer guts. So that's the only way that he would, he was like keeping himself alive throughout that yeah, time. That's so sad. And that's why he killed so many deer. Obviously, this is depressing and I'm sorry, but this detail is, I don't know, it's a really big part of the legend and it should be talked about, but for decades it was glossed over. They, you know, focused on the description of his behavior being like vicious and murderous. Well, this is a terrible thing. And now thankfully, the culture that once believed the only good wolf is a dead wolf has shifted over the decades. Thank goodness. Uh, even as the federal government removed wolves from the Endangered Species Act, uh, Minnesota still approved a statewide statewide ban on hunting. For, well, on wolf hunting. Good. Yes. So this Parker. is a good... Yes. Now, Lobo was taxidermied and placed in a glass case outside of Morell's Chippewa Trading Post in Bemidji, Minnesota. And he sat in that glass case for more than eight years. Um, but in 2019, a man named Eric Nelson, who had recently moved to Bemidji, offered to remove the wolf and give it a proper burial. And this is a quote from him. It said, Just didn't seem right to leave Lobo to be gawked at by the pedestrians. And Nelson isn't totally sure what he's going to do with Lobo. He wants to bury what's left of the wolf in on the White Earth Reservation or maybe Red Lake. Either one would do. He's working with tribal leaders, and until all the plans are nailed down, Lobo will be in Nelson's backyard, overlooking the Mississippi River. There's raccoons and deer, Nelson said. And there's a river instead of a busy street. It's a good place for him for now. Wow. Sad, but I just wanted to... I just wanted to touch on that, because when I was doing research about cryptids and creepy stuff people were like oh this is a real wolf and he's been in the last case i'm like that's fucking sad don't shoot wolves Ugh, that makes me really upset uh yeah. for anyone that doesn't know i'm like <clears throat> i hate animal i think you all should hate animal cruelty but like mm-hmm. we were making hamburger the other night and blood dripped out of the casing and i like started bawling i don't like animals i don't like eating food from animals it makes me very sad don't fucking touch animals like Mm-hmm. This is their land. Yeah. I hate humans right now. <laughs> wow. That made me really yeah. upset. I'm sorry. That makes me really upset. Yeah. But. People are trash, but. I'm glad that Eric Nelson wolves. stepped in. Yes. For He's a good dude. Proper burial for Lobo. Wow. Yes. God. Okay. Sorry to. It's okay. Creep you out and then make you sad. <laughs> yeah. Are you done? World. Yeah, that's okay. all I got. Wow. All right. Well. On a better, lighter note. Is that your eye making that squeaky noise? You can hear that? Oh my <laughs> god! Yeah, my eyes do that. Um, yeah. It's just like eye. You heard it like... here, folks. <laughs> squeaky eyelids. <laughs> can mine do that? No. No. <laughs> I've always been able to do that. But I have like weird tear ducts. I had to get them like cut open when i was a baby not cut open but like i thought you were gonna I say i had to get them removed i was like i know what i was like you cry. i was like i see you cry okay i know no, I, I, I cry no, like I, every no. day no i was just genuinely like how like do you have like double tear ducts okay they just never open. worked when i was little 
Oh. I couldn't cry. Like, I would, my eyes would tear up, but I could never cry. Oh. Yeah, weird. so then I had to get them fixed. And now they're, like, rubber? I don't know. They're squeaky. It's <laughs> <laughs> got some squeaky lids. I love that. They're like, well, I don't know. They just, they squeak. I want to get yeah. I don't know. Can, you, can you do it again? I, I yeah. want to hear it. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Oh my gosh. Okay. International Women's Month. Creepy women in the best. Women day. in horror. Whoa. So, I am. I love women. I love everything about. Amazing. Women and what we do and like taking over the world. Fuck the patriarchy. I'm your gal. <laughs> so taking over the world. Yeah. You know, burn the bras. Oh yeah. Totally. All about that. So, I'm. I thought this was very fitting. So, I want to talk about some women directors of movies, because this one actually, like, really surprised me. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, my gosh. I just worked out at the gym the other day, and my trainer's kicking my arse and my arms. Oh, my God. I try to, like, sit right on my chair. I just can't. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Australian director, female director, Jennifer Kent. Can you tell me what movie she directed? Mm -mm. The Babadook. I did know about that. Holy didn't, shit. Didn't know her name, but I knew that that was a female. That's amazing. Right? That movie scared the shit out of me. It's so good. Oh, that's like, such a that movie. movie is a masterpiece, and a woman directed that. Like, incredible. Chef's kiss. Amazing. We love her. Um, American director Karen Kusama mm-hmm. was The Invitation. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that one? I have not, but I've heard good things I about it. Um, and then... American English director Anna Lily Amirpour. Amirpour? Amirpour? Um, uh, I heard about this from school, but mm. I'll get into that later. Uh, she directed the movie A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Oh. I don't know if you've ever heard of that movie. I have not. I've heard creepy. it's pretty intense. Okay. And it's about, like, trigger warning, but I think it has, like, rape in it. Mm-hmm. Something along the lines of that. And some intense content. Yeah. Um, French director Julia Ducournau. That was so white. <laughs> Ducournau. <laughs> Ducournau. Like Ducournau. I don't. I don't know how to. Yeah, I'm not French. Uh, she. Wait, what? <laughs> directed Raw. I'm actually 2.5 percent French, but like that's irrelevant because oh. I can't speak it. Okay. Um, she directed Raw. Ooh, Have I've heard that one. I've heard a lot of things about that one. And um, do you know I about that? It was 2017. Anyway. Yeah. Some what do you know about that movie? Um, it's I don't it's not a sorority, but it's like maybe it's a sorority. They like there's this like hazing thing to get oh, into God. something and this girl is a vegan and she's forced to eat raw meat. Yeah. And then it like flips a switch in her and then she like becomes a cannibal or something. It's I wanna see yeah, it. It's Apparently it's very gory, yes. Wow. Okay. Uh all right. American director Mary Heron. Do you know what she directed? Mm, no. American Psycho. Oh. Which I didn't know. And then also I didn't know this one. Another American director, Mary Lambert, directed okay. Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery okay. was directed by a woman. The original or the original? Okay. Like 87. Amazing. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. original. Nice. Yeah, so like go women. Amazing. Love that. I um, love that. And then I looked up some... The greatest female performances in horror history mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, so coming in at number 10, we have the movie, from the movie Hereditary, uh, Tony Collette. We should. We really should. Uh, Tony Collette in Hereditary. Number nine, uh, Shelley Duvall from The Shining. Yes. Number eight. What? Go ahead. I had a, a fact about the Shelley Duvall. The, the, yeah. Like, um, her like a lot of people were like oh she seems so like whiny blah 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 the the director um worked her so hard on the set that her reactions of like screaming and crying were genuine because she was like worked to the bone terrifying terrifying and i hate that fact every now when i watch the movie i'm like girl i'm so sorry but like (gasps) that's like they traumatized her like she got ptsd after filming that movie like it was bad oh my god Oh, my God. So, amazing performance because it was real. Okay, continue. Wow. Okay. Uh, number eight, Sissy Spacek. 
Spacek, Spacek from Carrie. Oh, yes. Uh, number seven, our auntie Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween. Uh, number six, Sigourney Weaver's Alien. Oh, I want to watch Alien someday. <laughs> uh, number five, good old, uh, uh, wow. Wow. Why can't I think? Miss Hannigan. Thank you. Okay. Kathy Bates. Good old. I was like, I can see your face. You know, I can sing the hard that, knock that person. What the, what's her name? Okay. Oh my gosh. Kathy Bates. Yeah. Misery. Uh, number four, Linda Blair. Linda Blair is Regan in The Exorcist. Yes. Yeah. Linda. Linda. Lynn. Uh, number three, Linda. Mia Farrow in Rosemary's Baby. Mm, that's a good one. Number two, Essie Davis, the mom in The Babadook. And number one was Marilyn Burns of The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. So. Oh my gosh. I'm pretty pissed that like Mommy Sherry wasn't yeah. on that list at all, but like. I'm going to have a whole thing on her in a minute. She deserves it. <laughs> she deserves her time. Yeah. Um, so I looked up an article that was called Women in Horror Victims No More. It was written by Beth Younger. Um, states that University of Southern California communications professor Stacy Smith, who researches, uh, researches depictions of gender and race in film and TV, found that 5,008, or f- found that of the 5,800-some characters in the top um, 129 top-grossing films released between 06 and 2011, fewer than 30% were girls or women. Meanwhile, only 50% of films fulfill the criteria for the Bechdel test, um, which asks whether a film features at least two women who talk to each other about something other than a man. (laughs) Hmm. So, less than 30%, but I'm sure that's different now because it's yeah. 2021 and women are like, well, it's our turn. We're going to take over the world now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Damn. Um, Jennifer's Body, who was also directed by Karen Kusama, um, that was another film mm-hmm. directed by uh, her, who also did Raw, which mm-hmm. is cannibalism. I was going to talk about that. Um, we also wanted to shout out to Buffy Summers. Ooh. Buffy the Slamp, the Slamp, Slamp the Slampire Veiler. Veiler. <laughs> that's gonna be. That should be like, um, like our Twitter handle. So I want. We need to do more of our Twitter. Twitter. That's yeah. all you, babe. I, I just, know. Yeah. <laughs> when we You're like no. Buffy the Sampire Veiler. 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 Yeah. Veiler. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. <laughs> American Mary. Have you ever heard of that? No. Okay, so that's sister Canadian filmmakers Jen and Sylvia Soska are the minds behind Twisted Twins Productions in this unpredictable, sadistically satisfying flick. The oh. surgical thriller stars Catherine Isabel of Ginger Snaps, fame yes. in an, an equally tenacious role as Mary Mason, a broke medical student who begins taking on some shady side work to pay the bills. Uh, American Mary is most memorial for its look inside the body modification community like split tongues voluntary amputation etc Mm -hmm. but it's also a bracing and brutal revenge story with some search with the search for female autonomy on its mind so i was like oh shit like what you doing on the side Mm. um rosemary's baby this has come up so much this um this episode. Have you ever seen that movie? Yes, I love that movie. I've never seen that movie. Oh, it's good. It's a good one. But it was like, did you take your medicine? Yeah. It came up and I was like, what? <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> you know, that one's really good. It, it's a it's a slow burn. Um, it's like a vintage Blonsky. movie, though. It's oh. like... Oh, that... You think those aren't scary? Like, those can get you. No, no, I'm saying, like, it's, it's like a first movie. Like, you oh, have to see whoa, it. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were saying, like, it's vintage. Like, it's so old, it's not scary. I was you like, not, hello. No, 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 no. Like, I meant, like, no, no, no. it's vintage. Okay. Like, it's classic okay. horror. Yes, there we go. Okay. Elvira. No longer. Mistress of the Dark. Campy, sexy, sarcastic, 80s horror hostess, played by Cassandra Peterson. Have you seen Elvira? No. Dude, I haven't. I literally have not seen a ton of horror movies for how much I love horror. Trust I me, know, I know I hate no, myself too. No, don't hate yourself. I'm just like, I 
just have so many movies to watch, but we're so busy. Yeah. Right. I think we just need to stop sleeping. Just Stop sleeping? Yeah. Okay. Like a bang every eight hours and just... Oh my god. Yeah. Okay, great. Graveyard Shift Sisters. I haven't ever heard of that one, but um, apparently it's a good resource for all horror lovers. So yeah. um, has okay. it's dedicated to black women in horror, which Beautiful. love that. Um, yeah. So there's a ton. It's I'm on this website called films filmschoolrejects.com mm. and so it just talks a lot about like women in movies and mm-hmm. stuff like that so for my class the other week uh we had a student success day where we had to go and watch some um speakers keynote speakers and stuff for extra credit and i was like hell yeah i'm gonna do that so one of the <laughs> videos credit. was called science of horror and i was like hello like knowledge for me knowledge for the podcast i'm i'm excited um so meg hofdahl and kelly florence are two um employees of this college that i go to yes and they are actually um they like study horror they've written four different books we're getting copies we're gonna interview with them i'm so excited about it it's gonna be so good Um, oh my gosh but i'm gonna quote some of the stuff that they talked about in their video um they said that you can't talk about horror without talking about mary shelley which is the author of frankenstein um so she was she was 19 years old and created horror as we know it um she brings scary stuff along with important metaphors along the way something that upset her a lot to inspire her to write frankenstein was the resurrections of the 19th century so basically men would dig up dead bodies for scientific research unethically Burke and Hare, we don't like them. Um, we can do an episode on that if we really want to, or like a, a mini-sode or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but Burke and Hare were the resurrectionists. They murdered people to cut hard labor instead of digging them up. Um, 16 people were killed, sex workers, homeless people, people that they thought weren't going to go missed. Mm-hmm. Um, the last person they killed was a little boy missed by his family. And so now, joke's on them, uh, I think it's one of their bodies is in uh the edinburgh museum for people to look at because oh they did it to other people and now people are like fuck you dude you're in this museum now i kind of love that yeah pretty crazy creepy anyways okay (laughs) um so yeah uh meg hopdahl kelly florence they got to interview like cult specialists fbi agents they have hung out with stephen king's best friend like or they interviewed him it's it's a it's a, a, a we love it um they also talked a lot about gaslighting in movies and the ma- the male gaze in mm. horror movies. And if you don't know what, if you don't know what the male gaze is, basically it's when they pan the camera, either down a woman's body or up a woman's body. I hate that. Um, talks a lot about gaslighting as well, or hysteria talk and haunting of Hill House, um, was a good representation of that from the mom, mm. and how her character was portrayed. Interesting. Um. They talked about how a lot of women used to be portrayed as, like, vengeful or um, they need revenge or they're angry or something of that sort. Um, But nowadays, that's kind of changing, which is kind of cool that more uh, women are directing movies. Mm -hmm. Um, They... Okay, so the, the A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, it, the, they mentioned that in the speech as well, um, how they're trying to, like, change the male gaze and change the gaslighting part. Um, yeah, so then I found, well, she wasn't in the, in the main top ten, so I decided Sherry Moon Zombie needed her own section of this podcast episode because she's m- mommy yeah. and we love her dearly oh. so much. So talented. So beautiful. So if you don't know who she is, she's Daddy Rob Zombie's wife. I swore to God I saw them at Sam's Club the other day, and I (laughs) nearly passed away on the cheese. But I was standing, I remember where I was standing. I was standing in front of the cheese section, and no apparent reason, but I just looked over, and I was like, oh my God, she's got the flare flare boot cut jeans, Mm -hmm. and she's got like the buckle boots, and this cute little backpack, and oh my God, it was, ugh. The guy, the dad, had like a long beard and really long dark hair. And I was like, oh my god. Cosplay that day. I doubt yeah. it. They just weren't though, because like I know her face. Mm. And yeah. it was just not them. But I was like, just like who they are. 
Yeah, it was amazing. Anyways. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, uh, Sherry Moon Zombie, known for Three from Hell, Devil's Rejects, House of a Thousand Corpses. Um, fun fact, in 2010, she was in CSI Miami oh. as Olivia Birch, which that. was kind of cool. I was hoping, like, other, like, random celebrities, like, there's people that you wouldn't expect on certain shows. Just yeah. they're, like, boop, and then just, like, in an episode. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to focus, and you're, like... What is this person doing here? You know how many people are in Law and Order, SVU? Yeah. So bonkers. many celebrities. I was just like, oh my god, what? Everybody. So, yeah. Um, that's kind of all the research I did on women in horror. I think that it's such a cool uprising. Well, it's uprising. such a cool topic, too. And you think about like how even like the film industry has changed mm-hmm. in the last however many years. I mean, thinking about even just the fun fact that i had from the horror movie trivia it's like the first time a woman was in a slip like that was oh my gosh yeah compared Scandalous. to like as movies got with i mean even think about like was it like last house on the left or like mm-hmm. i mean obviously there's some really now it's pretty graphic yeah i spit it's... on your grave is pretty graphic yeah <laughs> <laughs> don't yeah. ever watch that movie <laughs> yeah there, there's a lot of very triggering movies but it's just it, like i don't know just cool to think i had no idea that pet cemetery was directed by yeah a, a chick i love that yep Makes me want that to was watch the again. first scary movie i've ever seen really yep i was like ouch i have a headache do you gotta squeak your eye a little bit yeah i don't know what that just needs to happen but i was at a uh, halloween party when i watched that i think it was like seventh grade so what age would that be T- like 13 oh, 13 i don't know what'd you say <laughs> i was like 11 12 <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could have I been mean, fine enough. Pretty close, yeah. I was probably 12 because I was mm-hmm. young for my age. Yeah. <laughs> young for my age. <laughs> I was young. I was young. Back in my day. Behind my years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I think the next three episodes of this month, I want to do more stuff on yes. women because hashtag women's Heck yeah. month. Especially. Yeah, well, especially if we could, we could um, you know what we should do? What? Ooh. We should watch... Like, in these next, we should watch movies that are directed by... Yeah. Like, horror movies that are directed by women. Yeah. Like, we should watch Pet Cemetery. I feel like women's horror movies are more psychological. Yeah. And men's are more, like, gore. Chop, chop, chop. And, like... Yeah. Sex But, I mean, you can think about that, like, that's similar with serial killers, too. Male serial killers usually are kind of messy, and that's how they get caught. (laughs) Um, uh, My coworker and I are actually talking about this. It's like, I... There's a lot of missing people. I, I'm willing to bet that there are a lot more female serial killers out there. But 100%. We can get away with it. We know how to clean up blood. So, like, yeah. I... We do it every fucking... Every month. Yeah. <laughs> every fucking day. I was like, I mean... <laughs> I skin my knee. Scrape. <laughs> uh, but I think, I think it is true. It, like... Not uh, doing, like, an umbrella term that, like, all men, all women. Not by any means in that way. But I feel like of the ones that we have heard, if you think of, like, the angel of death, like, uh, you know, the nurse... No. And never mind, I'll talk about that in an episode. Okay, great. Um, just that a lot of female serial killers do, like, poison. Things mm. that, like, take a while. It's m- more thought out and planned, and they have, I don't know. Wow. It's cool. Oh, that's cool. I like that. That's, yeah. That is fun. So, thanks for tuning in to us. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Hope Thank you, you everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you did too. Hope you. Uh... I meant to them. <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh. I hope you did too. <laughs> I was like agreeing with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I enjoyed it. I was talking. <laughs> oh. Oh, gosh. I forgot. Yeah. Where can. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. I don't know. Oh, um, yeah. Like, you know what you should do? Not you, but like people that are listening. What or if no one do? is listening right now. Um, you should go camping. Oh. And watch a scary movie in your tent. Nope. No? You wouldn't do that? Nope. I would not do you, that. You don't want to just, like, walk outside right now? I would not. Just walk straight into the woods? We should go rando nodding. Are you kidding me? <laughs> After talking to me like that? <laughs> kidding. You have the audacity to ask me if I camping want to even trip. step outside? <laughs> Hell oh, no. my gosh. Okay. It's creepy though. I mean, if you haven't if you haven't grown up near woods or like in any naturey things, it's like ah, it's creepy. You gotta keep your wits about you. Okay. 
<laughs> You're just Earlier like, we were talking about Lake Superior, and Allie was like, yeah, when it gets dark out, Ryan's always like, oh, I've got to go in. And I'm like, I want to go deeper. Oh, no, like, Ryan wants to, like, leave. Yeah. You, you, go you into the shore. Go, oh, go into the shore. Yeah, oh. and you're like, I'm going to go deeper. Like, let's yeah, fucking like, go. Swim out into you're it. A sociopath. That's <laughs> fine. We've it's all crazy. addressed this. Yes, yeah. That's common knowledge by now. Yep. All right. Where where can people find us? On Instagram. It's not a phase pod. Wow. What about and our website? is www. <laughs> 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 W. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we gotta do that better. <clears throat> w. W. That got too loud. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. Uh, it's not a phase mom podcast.com. TikTok, not a phase mom podcast. On Facebook, it's not a phase mom podcast. Patreon, it's not a phase mom. And we're available on. Anchor. Anchor. <laughs> I was like, People are gonna be like, Anchor. Uh, Apple Podcasts. Breaker. Google Podcasts. Overcast. Pocket Cast. Radio Public. Spoderfy. Spotify. And Castbox. Yeah. Buy our stickers. Buy our stickers. Send us messages. Um uh, if rate. you've experienced oh. Dogman, tell oh my us gosh, or any other cryptid ever. If you have experienced any like firsthand cryptid, creepy or ghostly sightings. Alien, whatever. Any creepy Anything. unexplained like if your dishwasher threw up on you the other day and we you don't know why tell us about it it was probably buffet and we will talk about that yeah um yeah send us in anything we will we'll talk about it yep even if we don't have enough for like a whole episode we'll we'll mention we will talk about it we will talk we will talk about you for an hour we literally will we'll like creep on you and be like oh they graduated no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah if you're on apple podcast please rate us yes 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 please rate and review that'd be super dope We'd appreciate five stars, but, like, I, you know. It be what it be. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Thank you. Have a good night. All right. We love you. Stay creepy. Stay spooky. Ooh.